As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. My name is Dr. James Bryant, your host for the show. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. It is my pleasure to guide you on your journey to designing and living a life where you are winning at work and at home. I hope that you are having an absolutely fantastic week. Really excited about today's episode. This episode built off of the foundation that we laid in episode 99. So in episode 99, the title is Generic Vision Equals Generic Results, and it's five tips for getting the results that you want. So that's really was the focus of episode 99. But one of the questions that came up as I was working with one of my private executive coaching clients was, hey, James, I'm not a visionary, so how do I create vision? And that is the question that we're going to tackle on today's episode. But before we get there, I want to express gratitude for everyone, the emails, the kind words for episode 100 that was dedicated in memory of my father. So episode 100, remembering our father's lessons to live by, I invited members of the Engineer Your Success podcast community to actually record stories of their fathers. So I'm very grateful and thankful for Jerome Myers, Deron Chandler, Christian Weber, Stephanie Cruz, Adam Shabley, Josh Mueller, Kofi Thompson, and Melba Bryant for actually chiming in for those recordings. And so since that episode has aired, a few more stories have come in and we're still collecting stories. And so if you would like to have a story about your father, be part of the Engineer Your Success podcast, feel free to use the link in the show notes. Click the button. It'll take you to an audio survey where you can record in your own voice the story about your father. So in episode 99, the generic vision equals generic results. Some of the key things that you know we talked about is that having a vision that's too broad, that's not specific in life or in business, it's going to lead to mediocre results. So if you want to achieve more satisfying outcomes, your vision should really be precise, inspiring, and personally and professionally meaningful. It has to have meaning. Creating a compelling vision, we talked about that in that episode as well, that is going to be clear, specific, emotionally resonant. It has to resonate with you emotionally, and it should differentiate you and or your organization from others, inspire consistent actions, align with your core values and beliefs, and provide a long-term perspective of the future. So a compelling vision has the power to really drive not only your business growth, but your personal growth and your success. We also provided a list of 10 questions in that episode to help you determine the relative strength of your vision. In these questions, you were asked to rate on a scale of one to five kind of 
you know, one being eh, five being yes, my vision hits this. And quickly those questions, you know, were, you know, is my vision expressed in specific and concrete terms? Number two, my vision differentiates me and my organization from others in the field. Number three, my vision inspires and motivates me and my team. Four, my vision challenges me and my team to grow, learn, and push our boundaries. Five, my vision provides clear direction towards what we're striving to achieve and why. Number six, my vision takes into account future trends, challenges, and opportunities. Number seven, my vision aligns with my core values and beliefs. Number eight, my vision resonates with me and or my team on an emotional level. Number nine, my vision motivates me and my team to work diligently towards that vision. And number 10, the results I'm achieving. And I think this one's really important and don't underestimate this one. The results that I'm achieving are in line with what I'd expect from a compelling dynamic vision. So in that regard, you would rate yourself all of those questions on a scale of one to five. And then we talked about a different scale within there. As you get the summary of your results, it will be able to tell you if you have a strong vision, if your vision needs work, if your vision is rock solid based on those answers. If you want more specifics, we're going to drop a link in the show notes directly to episode 99 so that you can go straight there. So as I mentioned earlier, this episode was a result of a meeting that I had with one of my executive coaching clients. So in that meeting, we were talking about the development of their vision and the strategic plan. And the client mentioned to me that he thought that their vision was pretty generic. And as a result of his statement, my initial response was that generic vision is going to lead to generic actions that's going to yield you generic results. And that may be a reason why the organization is where it is. And so that topic came up again in a totally different session with another one of my private executive coaching clients. And in this case, my client says, how do you create a vision when you're not a visionary? So this client was telling me that he was not a visionary and had issues or didn't think that he would have the ability to create a vision. So that kind of leads us to this topic. I do think that it's important for us to kind of speak from a common definition when it comes to a visionary, because again, the question is, how do you create a vision when you're not a visionary? So let's spend some time unpacking what a visionary is and how a visionary is defined. So a visionary is a person with original ideals about what their future will or could be like, who they're capable of providing a picture and sharing this vision with others. And so they're able to actually communicate that. And whether that communication is through words or through diagrams or through their actions, there, there is a place in how this visionary is communicating that vision or the picture of what they see. People that are defined as visionaries are often defined as people that think outside the box, that push boundaries, and they inspire others you know, with their innovation and progressive ideas. If we take that and apply the term visionary to a visionary leader, then this is a person that incorporates their visionary thinking to their leadership role. So they not only imagine the new and creative solutions of the future scenarios, but they're also able to motivate and empower and inspire the team organization to work towards that shared vision. 
So there are a couple of key qualities that I think come to play when I think of visionary leaders. One, they are inspiring. So they are able to articulate their vision in the way that resonates with their team, encouraging them to rally behind a shared goal. Two, they're innovative. They can think outside the box and come up with unique, groundbreaking ideas. Three, they're strategic. They not only dream, but they're able to develop practical strategic plans for how to get things done, how to actually make that vision into reality. And great visionary leaders are also empowered. So they foster an environment just where their team or the people that they're working with really feel empowered to take risks, to express their ideals, and to contribute to the vision, not only to the development or refinement of the vision, but also to the execution. So I think of a few visionary leaders. You can think of Jeff Bezos, Amazon. You know, he founded Amazon as an online bookstore, but that vision that he had extended beyond books. And now we have the behemoth that we know as Amazon that has expanded to almost every area of our lives. I also think of the current CEO of Microsoft, Satya Nadella. You know, since taking over as the CEO, he's transformed Microsoft for his vision of a mobile first, cloud first world. And he really helped to revitalize the company that for years struggled, struggled to innovate, struggled to actually pull past the grasp of just being the software company that we knew as Windows. Hey, this is James, and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. We're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. So yes, these are extraordinary individuals. Yes, that is a broad example of a visionary. And so you're going to say, but James, that is not who I am. By that definition, I'm not a visionary. I'm not trying to make you a visionary. I'm just having a common definition of what a visionary is. But, but here's the thing. What I don't want you to do is to fall into the trap. See, when you think of the term visionary, visionary conjures up these images of extraordinary individuals with these innate abilities to see the future and create groundbreaking ideals. And that is absolutely true. These are extraordinary individuals, no doubt about it. So where's the myth? The myth is that only visionaries can develop compelling visions. That is just not true. The truth is vision creation is not limited to a select group of special people with these special powers. It is a skill that can be developed by anyone who is willing to put in the effort. Let's take a little bit of time and dismantle this myth so that we can understand that you don't need to be a visionary in order to create a compelling vision. Creating a vision is a process that involves tapping into your own aspirations or the aspirations of your organization or your customers, right? Your values and the understanding that you have, your organization has of the world around you. So it's about setting a direction for yourself, for your organization. And it is a skill, a skill that can be learned 
and honed over time. And that really makes me think about the concept that we talked about a few episodes ago in training versus trying. So do you want to improve in your ability to developing vision? Do you, do you want to try to improve or do you want to train taking the steps day by day to get better to improve that skill? Because it is a skill. So if you ever doubted your ability to create a vision, or compelling vision because you don't consider yourself a visionary, let that belief go. Let it go. That is something that you are using as an excuse and it is absolutely holding you back. It's absolutely holding you back because if you say that you're not a visionary so you can't craft a vision for your team or your organization, that also would hold true in your mind for yourself. And I don't want you to miss this. Creating a vision helps to set your direction. It helps to give you that emotional connection and that pull to move you forward. It helps to reinforce your resilience. And if you want to continue to move forward in life, particularly when you have to go uphill, when times get a little tough, having that vision of where you want to go helps to continue to propel you forward. So creating a vision is like a skill that can be developed through practice, self-reflection, learning from your past experiences and learning from the experiences of others. So what are some things that you can actually work on to help build this skill? I would say number one is brainstorming. So let's say you don't think that you're a visionary. Spend some time and just brainstorm some ideal. So Brainstorming can be an absolutely powerful tool to generate ideals to help you explore the possibilities. So it's important for you to create a safe place, particularly if you're brainstorming with your team, where you're approaching this project, you're approaching building this vision from a position of curiosity, not a position of conflict. So you want to be curious about what you can actually develop, no matter how Unconventionally, it's expressed, particularly in a team environment. And actually, I take that bet. It's not just in a team environment because there are times when we may be brainstorming and you come up with an ideal and you may judge yourself and say, ah, oh, that's a stupid ideal. No, it's not a stupid ideal. It's an ideal that you came up with in this process. Do not stifle your creativity through judgment. So get a piece of paper, start writing down your ideals. If an ideal doesn't sound like it'll work, Keep it on there. Keep writing. All of this part is about is collecting those ideals. A number two, you can seek other opinions and perspectives. So you want to surround yourself with people that have a different background than you. When, you. when you're building a vision for your team or your company, you want to look to get those perspectives. If you are building a vision for yourself, you might want to get the perspective of other people and how they see. That may help as well just getting those different perspectives so you can understand how other people see you. Because a lot of times people can see the inherent value that we have, even for us when that value is a blind spot. When we do things and we don't consider it to be special, because for us, it's just who we are, right? This is just who I am. This is how I live. This is how I show up. But other people that are on the outside looking in, they see something very special. 
And so sometimes it's really good and eye-opening to get those outside perspectives. Another thing that you can do that goes back to just kind of brainstorming is using some visualization techniques. And so visualization that involves forming that mental image of what your desired future is going to be. You know, this can be an effective tool to clarify your goals and the steps needed to reach them. Another thing that you may do, if you've identified obstacles that are in your way, things that may be in the way of your team, things that may be in the way of you personally to moving forward and achieving that vision, what I would challenge you to do is to visualize yourself overcoming that obstacle on your way to where you want to go. Visualize yourself running up that hill. Visualize yourself going through whatever is standing in your way so that you can get to that other side. Another thing that I would say that helps to keep your creativity is just continuous learning. So stay curious and open-minded. Make an effort to keep up with the trends that are going on inside and outside your field. That helps to just keep you inspired. It helps you keep the edge. It helps you keep the edge. And the last thing that I would add is you want to take action. Small steps build momentum. Momentum builds upon itself and you keep moving forward. And so when you start practicing these strategies in terms of building a vision, piece by piece, it can help you build a very dynamic vision. So again, you want to brainstorm, you want to seek diverse perspectives, you want to use visualization, you want to be continuously learning and adapt, and you want to start putting these things into action. And as you are practicing these strategies, you begin to develop the skills and the mindset to build your vision to be able to do things that in the past you would think that only a quote unquote visionary leader would be able to do that. You know, part of the key is train. This is a training exercise. Building your vision is a skill. And I want you to work on building that skill. So some related podcast episodes that I want to point out. Episode 99, generic vision equals generic results. Five tips for getting the results that you want. Episode 81, we talked about the engineer's blueprint for success, your guide to winning at work and at home. We talk about the importance of building vision in that episode. And then there's episode 65, which is one of the engineer, your success on ramp sessions on building vision. And in that particular episode, I talked about, you know, building vision and provide some steps for building vision, but also The participants in the on-ramp talked about their vision, shared their vision, and went through a process of creating a vision board. So I think that you would enjoy that one as well as you're thinking about building your vision. So I want to take a moment here to have what I would call maybe an executive focus moment. And so I'm sure that at this part or, you know, point in your career, you've been involved in the development and or execution of several vision building projects or activities for team, for your company, for your projects. And we intuitively understand that having a compelling vision provides a central point that everyone is working to live out. Everyone is working to accomplish. But here's my question for you. When was the last time that you developed a vision for your life? When was the last time that you invested 
the same amount of intention, the same amount of effort for your development as you do for the development of your organization, for the development of your company. Maybe you've never developed a personal vision or you developed one a long time ago and you're not sure if it still applies. Well, I invite you to use the link in the show notes and book some time so that you and I, that we can discuss building your vision because I want you to have a vision. I want you to be able to design and live a life where you are winning at work and at home. I want you to have success both in business and in life. So I'm going to end this podcast episode like I end every podcast episode. That's this. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And there is a select group of people that follow through, do it, and are living a life of their dreams. And I want you to be part of that select few. This is Dr. James Bryant here to help you win at work and at home. And I want you to be great this week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life. And it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.